0: You are Locked On Sooners, your daily Oklahoma Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center here in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Sooners podcast. I am your gracious and humble host Eric Jean. If you like what you hear, and I hope you definitely do if you are listening to this podcast, Make sure you tell your smart device to play the Locked On Sooners podcast, and it'll show up right there in your speakers. It's the Locked On Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. You can also subscribe on Apple iTunes, and you can also Uh, Listen on Stitcher and Spotify. Coming up on today's show, we'll talk about Kyler Murray, who has decided to do just about everything at Pro Day. And why, if I am you, I make sure that Kyler Murray is the exact same height, if not even taller, than he was at the Combine. Because with everything going on with Kyler Murray, you cannot be too safe. But ultimately, what happens on the field is, Coming up this week will make the difference as far as where Kyler Murray goes draft-wise. Alex Grinch decided to show a little film to the OU defense, and what did they glean from it? What were they taking from Alex Grinch's film study that when he showed them the Washington State players? What did the kids learn? What does it say about OU buying in? Uh, we'll also discuss something Roy Manning said yesterday, which got to me and um, made me think about Mike Stoops and certainly explained some things as to why the OU defense is in the current state that it is, plus some things have been announced about the spring game if you haven't heard them. Um, not that I'm going to be critical of what OU is doing in the spring game, but I think there are other directions they can go than what they've chosen. Still, not really a whole lot of an excuse for you if you are an OU football fan to not at least make the effort to get down to Norman for the spring. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also run a website called Sooner Maven. That would be collegesportsmaven.io slash Oklahoma. Check it out. Very excited about where that's uh, where that website is heading. There are some big things coming for Sooner Maven. I cannot tell you what they are right now, but I will just say that they are big and hopefully, you'll continue to go there and check out all the content we are posting. And uh, what else? Um, the Locked On Podcast Network. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com and check out all the podcasts from all our podcasters around the country. It's local podcasts from local experts right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I think? Did I say that enough? Am I giving that? Okay. So let's do it right now. Kyler Murray has decided to participate in everything when it comes to his pro day this Thursday out at OU, smart move for Kyler Murray. Um, it, it, there was originally part of me that thought maybe Kyler Murray shouldn't do anything because the one thing everybody was concerned about with Kyler Murray was the height, and at five foot ten and, and an eighth of an inch, it seemed to really it, it seemed to really take away all those fears. And everybody was was at that point, there was there was a good window, a good solid week, week and a half, where everybody was buying into Kyler Murray because he was five, ten and one eight inches. Because now all of a sudden, because he was five, ten, and one eight, everything you were seeing on film, you were now willing to go, okay, so be a good NFL quarterback because your eyes were because your eyes were telling you that all fall, now all of a sudden they're just confirmed it because he's five, ten, and 1'8". Well, then the negative rumors start. You, you hear about him not interviewing well with Charlie Casserly. Or not, not with Charlie Casserly, but you hear the Charlie Casserly reports. And now all of a sudden there's speculation that maybe the measurements at the combine weren't 100% true. And he's not 5'10 and 1'8. So what does Kyler Murray need to do? Well, more than get measured. And more than if you're OU, I will tell you now that if you're OU, you do everything in your power to make sure Kyler Murray is at least 5'10 and 1'8, that what people saw at the combine or heard about at the combine, they are now seeing for themselves now, and they see it at pro day. It's confirmed, if not even a little bit taller. And I don't know how you do that, but if you can, you do. But Kyler Murray goes out and throws. Okay, He proves he's got a cannon of an arm and he's deadly accurate. And he can hit receivers in stride. He runs. He's going to prove he's fast. And then eventually, once he does what he does in the 40, once he does all his throwing drills, once he does everything that Haskins did at the Combine, then everybody can shut up about his height. And we can get back to talking about how Kyler Murray is that franchise-changing quarterback that organizations need and covet and should be doing everything in their power to negotiate with the Arizona Cardinals to move up and get him. Pro Day is enormous for Kyler Murray because now, once you go out and perform, everything else that you had to hear about over this past week and a half where you were starting to get people to take away from him now, all of a sudden that that is gone, and you get another rush of Kyler, of Kyler mania and It may not be what the Arizona Cardinals want i it's and i'm sticking I'm sticking to that opinion. I am not one hundred percent convinced that it wasn't the Cardinals that put out the news about Kyler Murray not interviewing well. I am becoming more and more convinced as as I read and as I listen to people who are closer to the Arizona Cardinals than obviously I am here in Oklahoma, speak is that the Cardinals would like to get Nick Bosa. It's a good, safe pick for several reasons. The biggest reason is you don't do or die by an edge rusher. You can get better because of an edge rusher, but chances are even if he's not as great, You might have other things on the field that can make up for that deficiency. If you've got a bad quarterback in the NFL, you're pretty much done. And Bosa, even if he's great and Josh Rosen isn't, and three, four years down the line you're having issues with Nick Bosa and contract situations like Khalil Mack did with the Raiders, you can trade him and you can get more value in return, especially if he's good, than you can if Kyler Murray's a bust. And sometimes GMs, in their infinite wisdom—and not even so much their infinite wisdom—it's just the attitude of trying to be safe to keep your job. You're going to go with that safe pick. You're going to you're going to go to a restaurant. Essentially, what it is is you're going to walk into a you're going to walk into uh, a restaurant that that's sort of what, what I like to call kind of a catch-all American fare restaurant. Usually they serve burger, burgers, sometimes it's pizza, nachos, like pretty much everything you look on the menu is going to be something you're familiar with. But you walk into that restaurant and you hear that they've got killer nachos. Now you've never had them, you've only had the burger. You know that the burger delivers, you know that the pizza delivers, but you never had the nachos, you want to try them. But you're not 100 certain because you've looked at them; they look good. People say they're good, but you had one friend that didn't had a bad experience. So what are you going to do? You're going to go with your you're going to go with your safe pick. That's what the Arizona Cardinals may end up doing. My personal thought still is this: Kyler Murray's the best fit in that offense, and there's no reason for him not to ultimately be number one. And on that same token, on that same. Situation as we were talking about, and I can't remember if I talked about this or not, so if I did, I'm sorry. Pro Day is humongous for OU for a lot of reasons. And it isn't just Kyler Murray getting the opportunity to work out or other guys getting to show that, that they're NFL draft picks. All the attention that is going to center around this particular Pro Day will speak to recruits. Because there isn't anybody in the country, this is two years running now, OU has had the biggest Pro Day in the entire NFL slash college football offseason. Every quarterback recruit that sees this and sees all those NFL reps who are going to show up at Pro day to time some guys, to see how they look throwing, to see what they are doing, to see how they're, how they're running, etc. All those dudes are eventually going to see what OU's doing and then what their attitude about it is, is okay, well... If they're getting that much attention for Kyler Murray. What can Lincoln Riley do for me? It oh man, this program, and it's gonna start the rumors about Lincoln and the NFL. And you know, personally, I still I know that's out there, but more importantly, I want that rumor to be out there for a while because I think it still drags kids to Oklahoma if they know it's a coach in demand. Even if they're a little worried about him leaving, now you've got the the the, the transport portal. Uh, the transfer portal that's opened up. So maybe kids aren't as hesitant, but it's like, hey, if this guy can get dudes to the pros, he can get me to the pros. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. Coming up next, what Alex Grinch did to get these kids to buy in just simply by showing them a piece of film. We'll talk about that next. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are locked on Sooners part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is the Locked On Sooners Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember to tell your smart speaker to play the Locked On Sooners Podcast and, or, well, tell your smart speaker at home. More importantly, listen in your car. Listen to, to tell, tell your smart device to play the Locked On Sooners Podcast and it'll pull up right there in glorious stereo for you It's the Locked On Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Media day yesterday or media availability yesterday down at OU in Norman. So Alex Grinch got to meet uh, members of the media again. So did Roy Manning, and we'll talk about Roy Manning uh, in the third segment. But for Alex Grinch, it wasn't even what Alex Grinch said that was the most interesting piece of information It was Brendan Radley-Hiles. He's the one I heard say it, and I think there might have been one other guy that mentioned this. I don't know, maybe Alex Grinch mentioned it. I didn't hear him mention it, but, you know, hey, my memory, it's fuzzy. CTE, I'm telling you, it's contagious. But Alex Grinch showed the, I think he showed the OU defensive backs, and he may have showed the entire defense, but for sure the defensive backs. A piece of film from Washington State. And what he stressed to these kids were, hey, these are two-star athletes that are doing what these guys are doing. They're taking the ball away. They're forcing turnovers. They're helping their offense. They're making tackles. They're, they're committed. They know how the scheme fits. And these guys aren't nearly highly as recruited as you are you can take all your ability. You're a highly recruited kid and you can be better than these kids at Washington State. It, it was the whole, if they can do it, then you can do a thing. And you could just tell, especially in talking to Caleb Kelly yesterday or, or Brendan Radley-Hiles, all, all these guys you can, um, we, and we've got some of the, the video at at Souter Maven, but you've, um, you could just tell by talking to them that one, you've got, coaches who are very personable, very one-on-one, want to get to know the kids, want to figure out what makes them tick. Two, they've now explained to them that there is worthiness to them. That's huge. And especially, I think when you're looking at the defensive backs who have been through a lot and Roy Manning was asked about the defensive back mentality right now. And he said, it's he says, fine. So these guys are aggressive. They want to get out there. They want to play. And you have to think about what the cornerbacks in particular. I said defensive backs, but cornerbacks specifically have been burned a lot over the last couple of years. There's absolutely no way that in a guy like Parnell Motley's mind that he's not rattled a little bit. And then when he steps on the field, does he still have that closer mentality, that baseball closer mentality to move on? Or is or as you know, Ruffin McNeil said, Fido. You know, forget it and drive on. Is that there? I don't I know OU preached that. I don't think those kids really ever bought into it. But I think just by showing them a simple piece of film and telling them essentially explaining to them, look, this is not a hard scheme. We're gonna ask you to do some things like lose weight. We're going to ask you to get faster. We're going to ask you to play with speed and intensity and take the ball away. But if kids who are at Washington State who were not as coveted as you can do it, then this should be something you should be able to pick up on. And I'll admit, I got suckered at the beginning of the year thinking about this OU defense and how they were going to hold everyone accountable. And that was again another theme that that popped up about holding people accountable yesterday, although it seemed to come more from the coaches than it did the players. So I still my eyes still have to see all this take place before I truly 100% believe that there's going to be a turnaround this year on the defense but that simple little thing Alex Grinch did at least has me believing that it's an easy enough scheme for these kids to pick up with that the adjustment period won't be that long and that everything that these kids can't... I mean, and first and foremost, they've been working on it now for quite some time. This is just the... the Spring is just the first opportunity to get out there and do it live and and see it in pads, see how all this stuff starts to develop. But they've been been sort of working on it, going half speed. Well, now they get the opportunity to go full speed. So between the time that Alex Grinch stepped on campus, going through spring, all summer, right now, I get the feeling that there really shouldn't be very many situations by the time OU steps on the field with Houston. And, of course, they're not implementing everything by then. That we shouldn't see a lot of guys out of place. And the last thing we should see with this defense is any sort of lack of effort. Because you can just look in Alex Grinch's eyes when he talks, and you can tell this guy's not going to take it. He's not going to take lack of effort. Neither is Roy Manning or Odom. All these dudes are young coaches. And they've got a lot to prove, and there's a lot of pressure on them. The last thing they need is anybody out there half-assing it. Um, And if anything, just briefly yesterday, I got a little hope. For the OU defense, but I want to see it in action before I go all in. This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll close things out um, talking about something that Roy Manning said yesterday. Plus, we'll discuss some big things happening with the spring football game. We'll even throw in a little basketball. Wow, a lot of stuff coming up in the last segment. All right here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. This is Locked On Sooners, your team every day. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Sooners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. My name is Eric G. All you have to do to hear this um, podcast is just tell – your smartphone to play the Locked On Sooners podcast. It's very simple. Just say, hey, play Locked On Sooners podcast. It will, uh, no matter what smartphone you have or what smart device you have in your car. But it's always the best way to listen because usually most shows are under half an hour and we'll get you to work, from work, or, hey, if you're just running around town over the weekend prior to the OU basketball game, it's a great place to listen. Real quick, OU going in. To Manhattan, Lon Kruger has not won there since 2012. That was the first year he was head coach. I think OU OU is in the NCAA tournament. If you ask me, um, the win over Kansas put him there. You've got wins over Kansas and Texas and TCU and Florida and Wofford, and there you've beaten enough tournament teams. You're the only school in America who has beaten a team from all five power conferences. The net, the strength of schedule, the strength of schedule alone should be good enough for Oklahoma, and just the overall thought that the Big 12 is the toughest conference to play in. And I thought, um, I thought Bill Self made a perfect, perfect pitch for not only OU but the Big 12 in general, and the fact that it's not a top-heavy conference. It, it's not as if you've just got Kansas State. Texas Tech, Kansas, those three, and then everybody else is garbage. It's a bunch of even teams throughout there that we've already seen on any given night can either beat you or play you tough. And it and it's happened. And look, OU went through their drudges with that five-game losing streak, um, but pretty much right now look like they're peaking. And I understand Bill Self's got to pump up the Big 12 just a bit. I mean, hey, he's still got skin in this game. He still wants Kansas to improve their seating, but he wasn't off at all by anything he said, and I have gone from I've gone in a matter of a week to thinking that oh you didn't need to be in the tournament, there wasn't anything to gain by it. I just wanted to see the seniors go and see the young guys play, but now I I'm watching them play and I'm starting to think, look, if you can just play the way you did against Kansas, Okay, and that's not it, all. That takes is just maintaining effort for forty minutes. Because I'm not, I'm not even asking you to hit your shots the way you did against Kansas, but maintain effort for forty minutes. Yeah, you can probably win a game or two in the NCAA tournament. Uh, spring football, some big things coming up. Um, there's announced that there's going to be a concert. I didn't recognize the dude. Look, I don't listen to country, so um i'll be the i'll be the first to say like i didn't last year it was trace atkins and uh this year you know let me pull it up it's some dude named bryce and i had it written down what did, and i cannot read my handwriting now hey it's typical it's just like uh college but uh kind country, country song of the nominee of the year lee bryce okay never heard of him have no idea what what this guy sings um i First of all, and there's going to be $30 tickets. You can take your picture with Kyler Murray's uh, Heisman Trophy. And you've got all these things going on. Last year, OU got 52000 This year, OU needs to get at least 60000 It's a big recruiting weekend. You need to come in and show off. You need to embrace the recruits. And I can't understand why you wouldn't want to go to this game. I mean, forget Bryce Lee. Going to see Jalen Hurts and how he works with the offense alone Should be enough for you to want to go out and watch the spring game, watching the OU defense and where is where's Buki gonna line up? How many guys who are playing safety and corner are gonna be interchanged? You know, you're gonna read all this on the internet. We're gonna talk about it here on this podcast, but it's gonna be much better to go out and And see that for yourself and just see how everything's playing out so you can have your own opinions. As much as you want it for me, I want you to have your own opinions on this. And then finally today, I'm going to wrap things up by something Roy Manning said, which is he, Roy Manning understands that with guys like CeeDee Lamb, Lee Morris, Charleston Rambo, you're going to have to deal with Grant Calcaterra, um... Carson Meyer, I mean, look, we can go down the litany and, and, and OU's got new guys coming in, that there are going to be times that you're going to get burned as a defensive back. There are going to be times that guys get the better of you when you're trying to cover them, et cetera. But it's not an excuse. And what Roy Manning and what Alex Grinch want, especially from the safeties and from the corners, is to not be... To not have that attitude that just because OU is so good on offense that their offense can just go out and make plays and everything's going to be all right. It's not an excuse. And what it said, what that said to me, and I don't know if anybody else's mind went there when I was listening to this yesterday, was I think back to Mike Stoops and I think back to the Army game and what, how he was after the Army game with the upside-down backwards visor. And essentially it was, hey, Army makes a lot of defenses look bad. There was acceptance there. And what you have to wonder after listening to Roy Manning is, was there acceptance from Mike Stoops too often during practice that OU's offense is just that good? And, you know, I'm starting to think about some of the things that maybe he said right before the Texas game. Now that I think about it, is that he just sort of accepted that, oh, his offense is so good, they're going to get the better of you in practice. That's the way things go. And because you started to accept it in practice, and because there was this this laissez-faire attitude, then that's going to transfer onto the game field. And if you don't, if kids don't have fear, if players don't have fear, even at the professional level, If there's not that fear that their job is on the line and they know that you might be thin in a particular position and they can make mistakes and still get the opportunity to play, then that manifests itself on the field. And I have to think that over the last few years, that there was just way too much of the offense kicking the defense's butt in practice and it just being okay. And just way too much of this, all right, well, it'll fix itself on the field. And essentially what we got from Mike Stoops after the Texas Tech game a few years back now was lip service about how it was unacceptable because apparently it wasn't unacceptable. It was just accepted. And, yeah, that's full opinion, but that's full opinion based on what our eyes have shown us, what this defense has shown us, and now what Roy Manning is telling us. We'll be back tomorrow. A rare Saturday podcast here on Locked On Sooners. My name is Eric G. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, Maybe we'll be talking about an OU victory over K-State and Texas Tech being the Big 12 basketball champions. Maybe we'll be talking uh, more about Kyler Murray. Actually, okay, no, maybe to that. And replacing Marquise Brown. How easy is it? Can it be done? And if it can't, what does OU do? This is the Locked On Sooners podcast. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And, of course, peace, love, and Boomer soon. You are Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.